Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Outer Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would just like to thank the following tier 5 patrons and channel members for supporting the channel. Fallen Angel. Buzz Kennington, Data Magnet, and Bob the Dragon. Thank you again, and now on to the story. Pretty Little Deathworlders, Hermes's Gambit. The High Senate of the Stellar Lee was in session. They had convened in the protected bunker at Union, rather than in the ornate but not well-defended Senate Hall. There were no crowns in attendance this time. It was the main ambassadors and their guards, strangely, Yamada found it more comfortable than the usual place. Do you think it's true? Ambassador Yandananala spoke. Of course, a curious tale told by a captured lost technician. It's probably an exaggeration. Ambassador walks with words, said confidently. Propaganda designed to influence the populace towards violence. Doesn't matter if it's true. Ambassador Dal Permanar asked. Based on what the technicians said, the entire species probably believes the story without question. We have to approach the story as if it's true, because they are. Ambassador Krautdor Jun drummed his fingers on the desk thoughtfully. Is it really important for us to know this? He wondered aloud. It doesn't change the situation. Dal Promenade buzzed in a way that Yamada had come to recognize as the Sensetti version of a wicked smile. On the contrary, this is very important for us to know. That technician just told us that the last only have one space station. They have no homeworld left and no reinforcements waiting to help. True, that was a game changer. The plan up until this point had been to find a way to destroy that space station. Now they knew that this was tantamount to genocide. It would have to be disabled without completely destroying its ability to sustain life. It also tells us, Dal Promenade continued, that the last aren't born to hate everything else. They're taught. Somewhere in their heads is the possibility of reasoning with them. If we couldn't, that technician would never have talked to us in the first place. Yes, the Ambassador Zosini. And while we're discussing this, they're methodically burning their way through billions of people. We're not going to stop them just by pointing out that we're people, too. It was a surprisingly violent statement by the doozy. Zazina had been very stressed of late. The doozy had been the first victims of this war, after all. The other ambassadors were keeping their distance from her, for fear of her stress-amplified toxins. The honored doozy ambassador is correct, Yamada said. If human history has taught my people anything, it's that when someone is trying to exterminate you, you hit them back first and then explain why they shouldn't commit genocide. And if they try it again, you keep hitting and explaining until they get it. That was a simplified explanation, of course, but it got the point across. Big Nines! You have officially lost it, Pack Commander. Really, what did they do to you in there? Pack Commander Cull shook her head in disbelief. Is it really so hard to believe? 
Big Nines felt that he was fighting a losing battle on this one. All I'm doing is repeating what they told me. You believe in a bunch of idiots. I wouldn't if there wasn't evidence to back it up. Big Nines waved a paw for effect. It explains why we're alive and largely unharmed. It's for indoctrination. If it was, they're doing a very bad job of that, given that they're letting us refuse alien media. If they wanted to brainwash us, they'd be a lot more aggressive about it, don't you think? He took a deep breath and continued. Plus, uh, it explains why they haven't all murdered each other. Interspecies betrayal is not inevitable as we thought it was. Do you realize what the implications of that are, technician? Pat Commander Cull was looking him straight in all four eyes. That implies that the last could have cooperated with any species we met in the last few centuries, instead of wiping them out. That's the kind of realization that could end a civilization. There, some big nine spines went up. Pack Commander, please think about what you just said. Cull was about to respond, but then froze. Outside the pack commander's room, Big Nines could hear a lot of activity. Training exercises and games, coupled with the sounds of his compatriots relaxing and scheming. Sounds like them could probably be heard across the entirety of the Stellar League space, he realized. Soldiers training to fight against annihilation. Total war. But the Stellar League citizens had known peace. Big Nines had only ever known war. There wasn't a single last alive who'd ever known true peace. There was only act of war and the spaces in between. Cal looked sick. If, um, if this concept gets out, we'll be destroyed, Big Nines. Our entire civilization would collapse. And we can't even be sure we're right. She shook her hand. This cannot leave the room. So we should just let billions continue to die, Big Nine snapped. Back, Commander, that's an atrocious thing to say. Billions of aliens, billions of people, Pack Commander Cal snarled. This is verging on treason, technician. They have homes, they have packs, they have lives. Big Nine's gestured through the window to the wider planet beyond them. You know me, Pack Commander. You know I'm not a bleeding heart. I'm just stating the facts as I see them. I know. Pack Commander Cal sat down hard on the edge of her bed. She was shaking a little, as if she were about to throw up. I know. She huffed in displeasure. I wanted to work on the craft proper, you know. It was my dream to be involved in the firing of the main gun someday, to protect our people. I think everyone wants to work on that thing, honestly. It's a pretty cool gun. She barked a laugh. Big Nine sat down on the bed next to her. They sat there for a few minutes, not talking, just listening to the world around them and their own nervous breathing. Big Nines looked around the room. It was functional, but it also looked a lot nicer than his bunk back on the insert name here had. He wondered why these aliens cared so much about how things looked. Was that a side effect of peace? With nothing to kill, they just decided to funnel their energy into making things look pretty. He kind of liked that idea. Permission to suggest something ridiculous, Pack Commander. 
I don't recall giving you permission for any of the other ridiculous suggestions today. So, go ahead. Big Nines thought about how to phrase his suggestion. If we could communicate these ideas to a war queen, do you think she'd listen? Hmm, I mean, I've never met her, but she's always seemed very intelligent to me. I think she'd at least listen, even if she didn't ultimately agree with us. We'd probably never get an audience with her, though. She's got more important people to talk to than a pack commander and a destroyer technician. Yeah, that's the... Pack commander Cull trailed off. Her eyes went wide. Big Nines, um, does your sword work match your boasting? I'm not gonna like this, am I? He growled in annoyance. Fine! Awaiting orders, pack commander. And so, it came to pass that Big Nines and Art Edwards were once again sitting across from each other in the interrogation room. I must admit, technician, I'm very surprised that you wanted to talk to me again. Well, I've been doing a lot of thinking since our last talk, and I also conferred with the back commander regarding what you told me. I decided that it might be worth trying to learn some more about my captors. Edwards nodded a gesture which Big Nines had come to understand as one of assent or approval. They checked their notes. So, what did you want to talk about? I wish to do another information exchange. I will answer one of your questions, then ask one in return, until one of us no longer wishes to speak. I don't intend to give away any sensitive military information, and I don't expect you to do so either. Edwards smiled. Bearing teeth in approval was apparently something the humans and the last had in common. Very well, for my first question, I've noticed your people seem to either have names or serial numbers to identify individuals. All other species in the League used names exclusively. Why the numbers? A good question. To maintain our fighting population, we use an artificial wombs to reproduce. If you're born from a vat, you have a number. If you're born naturally, you have a name, and you can earn the other through Valor. Ah, I assumed it was a rank thing. Big Nines wrinkled his nose. Sometimes neighbors can be a bit stuck up about it, and sometimes us Vatters can be a bit boastful about being bred for combat. Not really a rank thing unless you earn both. Now it was time for Big Nines' question. What is the honest opinion that your people have of ours? Edwards leaned back in his chair, thinking about the question. I mean, uh, the general populace certainly aren't happy with you. A lot of people want to see the reasoned with, if possible. I admit that my own species are mostly in the camp of blasting you out of the sky. But there's a few dissenters. Oh, and the Zavadi absolutely hate you. That was interesting. The Stellar League wanted to try reasoning with the last, but there were several of those who wanted them dead. That was a telling admission. It was certainly a lot more believable than the idea that the whole League wanted to hold hands and be friends. If Edwards had said something like that, Big Nines would have assumed it was a lie and ended the interview right there and then. My turn then, uh, what are the Unchained? We've heard them mentioned, but, uh, Big Nine shuddered. Ah, well, uh, that's sort of complicated. Don't tell me. It counts as sensitive military information, doesn't it? 
Not really. It's more of an uncomfortable to talk about. Big Nine strummed his fingers on the desk as he thought about his answer. So, um, you know how you all get angry, and you'll want to be violent, but you stop yourself because it's not appropriate or a good idea. Yes? The Unchained are modified so that they don't stop themselves. They're given massive amounts of combat training, plus a bunch of steroids and other enhancers. So, they're their kidding machines who just don't stop. On top of that, they're sometimes trained to be pilots. They did suicide bombing runs in the battle that I was captured in. Edwards looked a little paler at that. Big Nines noted the reaction to try and figure out what it meant later. His best guess at the moment was fear. Or possibly disgust. Good God. Right. Edward cleared his throat. Your question then. You spend a lot of effort making things around here look nice, um, even when it's probably inefficient. Why? Edwards was obviously confused by this question. Because, uh, why not, I suppose? We judge the inefficiency to be worth it, I smile. Do you like how it looks? I, well, um, yes, I do. The barracks and crew nests on our own ships and station aren't unpleasant, but I do like how this place looks. Edward frowned. Damn, that was my next question, wasn't it? Big Nines laughed loud. It was. Now for mine. Time to put out the big guns. What is your league's goal for winning this war? What will you count as a victory over us? Oh, interesting. I suppose our goal is for you to stop murdering us by the billions. Whether you do that by negotiating peace or just leaving us alone is up to you. We'll fight to the death if necessary, but we'd really rather not wipe you all out. My question, do you think your leaders could be persuaded to stop? I think they could. War Queen Pia Marini is a wise, wise leader and her council have a great deal of honor. I seriously doubt that they'd want to murder all of your people if they thought there was another way. Edwards noted that the technician was accepting the League's actions as murder. That was a step from before. You certainly have a lot of respect for your leaders. I hope you're right about them. For everyone's sake, Edwards motioned for Big Nines to ask his next question. Are you willing to take a large risk to end this war? Edwards sat up straight. I see where this is going. You want to be sent back to your craft so that you can negotiate with your war queen to try and stop the war. That's very brave of you, technician. No last has ever been captured by the enemy and survived. If I and my packmates were sent back to the craft unharmed, we would be instantly significant. We could explain that their war isn't necessary. Well, my answer is that I would have to confer with my superiors, but I'll certainly make your suggestion known. A pause. My turn. You said that you could earn a name for some kind of valor or bravery, yes? That is both correct and a very odd question. Edward smiled again. They looked Big Nine straight in the eyes. Well, if you get a choice about the matter... Hermes is the ancient human deity of messengers, and was also known to be quite clever. Just suggesting this plan is very brave of you, at least in my eyes. Hermes. The name was strange and certainly alien, 
but it had a nice sound to it. Every last liked to imagine the hypothetical name or number for when they proved themselves without question. Technician 099-827 Hermes. It wasn't bad. Wasn't bad at all. A bit hard to pronounce with the last slips, but doable. Thank you. That's quite a kind of you to say. He looked Edwards up and down. 013-114 Because one respectful suggestion deserves another. 013-114 Hart Edwards and 099-827 Hermes continued the conversation for some time, learning of each other's worlds and societies. Not much in terms of tactical knowledge was learned after this point, but an understanding was established. By the end of it, both were hoping that the other would not be dead within the year. End of chapter. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment, just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.